I found that really encouraging. I'm sure I said everyone here. Um, thank you for praying for each other and glorifying God through that. Um, so we're going to do a short Q&A session now in which Petey and Lene will both be taking the seats, the hot seats. And people, please ask any questions on your mind. Anything from the design of the book unto why, Petey, did you write about this topic? Question mark. Something like that. You know, anything on your mind, don't keep back. And we can get these answers in the light. And hopefully that will encourage or answer some questions to people that were not able to be here today. Because we will be putting these Q&A's online as well. Um, so Lucas asked me why did I leave my work that actually paid monthly to pursue um, my own business, especially so early in my life. Okay, so um, it's a big step and um, it basically came down to receiving word from God that he said to me, Lene, at the, end of the, at the end of September 2017, you will leave your job and you will pursue the gift that I have trusted upon you. And that's like going into very um, strange um, territory for me as how do you believe in yourself? Because no? um, who, who are you? And um, at the same time, I was asking these questions, especially regarding my faith. And um, I think how God intertwined both the, wor the Word and the Spirit within that made it e easy for me. But it's, it's an everyday choice because I don't know what, I'm, what work I'm going to get in next, next week, the next month. But it, it taught me something about faith about believing in something that you don't see around you and I'm um, definitely believing in the fact that God will provide because I've seen it every single month and we actually um, I just spoke to Devil and you know you said you know it's been six months I've been on my own for six months already and I haven't I haven't had any money problems if you're wondering about that but it's just enough God knows what's enough for you and you have to be okay with that and then you still have to pursue his word whatever you do needs to be about him because otherwise stuff just ain't happening <laughs> it just doesn't happen yeah. so I, I hope that answers your question yeah. <laughs> the question was how did the book come to mind like how, where did it, the initial thought come from you know to start doing it or you know it was literally as simple as a thought it was literally like I was um I was in my home one day and I just had this thought of and I but it was it was I believe it was a father's voice because it was like you need to write a book about everything that's been going on and, and for I put put it off I was like you know you know because it's a thought you push thoughts aside all day every day but um yeah and then the next few months it just doesn't want to leave like this thought just keeps staying and I think it's a good usually a good indicator when it's from God is like if you have a thought or something that God wants to push you to I'm sure you can say with some of what you just talked about um, and it just doesn't want to leave it just keeps coming back even though I was pushing it aside because I didn't I'll be honest I didn't want to do it like I really don't want to do it because I really didn't feel um, 
I think everyone said quick, but I didn't feel qualified to do it at all. Um, because I am like, what, I'm 23, 24 this year, so I'm not really, you know. So it was very much a, a, a thing with trusting the Father and that. So yeah, that's kind of how it came from. Cool. I have a question for Lene. Uh, what was the design process you went through? Did you read the book first and then think of the designs? I see there's like three main elements, the sword, the pendulum, and the, the dove. Uh, what did you go through? Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard, but the question is, what is the design process, what, what it was, and did I read the book beforehand and then illustrate it? So now I did not read the book, I haven't read the book yet, everything, I've only read some of it, um, but that gave me, um, because like I didn't have a forehand so I couldn't actually I couldn't create it only God could so how it started off the process is basically um, I used the medium so I decided on ink because I've never really done anything with ink okay I've never been taught in ink so I don't have any confidence in ink and so I just took a couple of boards and um, I took my ink that I've never opened and I opened it for the first time and I sat down and I'm like okay God now you want me to create a book it needs to carry your word in it I'm definitely not qualified but let's do this so I sat down and I started with just some concept sketches and those concept sketches made the cover and it made the book and um, I never had really any any input in this in this these designs I only listened I only and, and God only gave me one image for every single thing and um, yeah usually I get way too many ideas and then I can't choose one whereas with this it was so clear it was clear cut and um, how the process worked is I did um, some of the designs um, by hand so all the ink um, drawings I did the black and white is all by hand and then the color I added digitally um, in Photoshop um, yeah but I think just to clear everything up, I think one of the relations I got when when I was here, everything went wrong with the setup. You guys, you don't even understand. Like everything that could go wrong today, it went wrong. And every little thing that bothers me, it's still bothering me. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I don't know, God really, it, he really teaches me something today about it's just how the world is around you, you know, but you still have to carry out that message. You still need to put those things up, even though, you know, it's been folded or um, you just have to talk it through, you know, you have to be, you present, you know, your food presents what's in your heart, not your work, you know, and it flows through your work, you know, it, it starts from, from inside. It's, it's never you, it's really just God. And, um, Especially with all these birds and these cars, you know, everything can take your mind off of what we're saying here. But you have to choose today to actually sit and listen. You have to choose to hear this message. As I can't choose that for you, I can give you a better venue, but then you still maybe have something else to think about. But this makes it more difficult. So if you actually take something away today, you actually sat down and you listen, even on a Sunday, even though we're starting tomorrow you sat down and you listen and you wanted to be here today so yeah. if i might add i think it just it, 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 it's 
beautiful because it's exactly what Yeshua did. He, when the crowds got too big, he started throwing out words that really offended half of them and half of them just left. And, he, and the disciples like, no, this is not how we build a church. And he's like, well, you know, they're either here for me or they have to go. There's no, there's no in between. It's all or nothing kind of thing, you know. And um, yeah, anyway. I think just to clarify on that, it's raw, you know. The world can, can make something very commercial. And I think there's something about when things go wrong, when you are, when you show your true colors, you know. And when you have to repent, you have to repent, because I had to repent just, just before we started, because I, I was really struggling. But, um, yeah, it, like, just as the book is, it's very raw. And um, I think if you open up your heart to this, you may learn something. Um, or not, but I think that's your choice. Yeah. Um, I, did, I know, I, I saw it on the that whole process chart that you've got at the back. Um, but why did Pendulum? Like, why? What's the. Um, yeah, what's the, what's the reason? Okay, um, so. Um, Alright, so the pendulum is basically kind of, in the book I already talk about it, like the first introduction, talk about it. It's basically this, um, just about what is going on in the world right now, in um, believers around the world right now, where we have, like I kind of quickly mentioned, we've got this whole uh, balance. And really, when we look at the life of Jesus, he walked out a balance. So, he wasn't a legalist, okay, he, in fact, he opposed them really harshly. But he was also not lawless, right? He he dined with the um, tax collectors and adulterers, but he didn't partake in what they did. And um, but while he was walking in holiness and keeping the commandments at the same time, so there's that whole balance, perfect balance that he walked in—a unity of spirit and truth—and that's really what. So spirit, for example, you can tell someone the truth if you don't have the spirit. You're gonna, you're not gonna be able to convey it to them correctly, even if it's true. You're gonna, you can be like a Pharisee. Oh yeah, it's it's the right thing to do this commandment, but the way you're exactly acting it is, is and you and with that, you can't even keep the commandment you proclaim if you don't have the spirit. At the same time, you can have the spirit without the truth, in a way. So you can be like all spiritual and oh, I'm ooey gooey faithy and. You know, um, I love Jesus, but you have nothing, no truth, no foundation. Yes, no righteousness that proves, you know, and the faith, that's the evidence of the faith. You know. So, that's kind of what the pendulum is, and, and really I believe the Father is bringing us to that perfect balance of spirit and truth. Just to add on that, if you actually go look at how the pendulum works, um, if everything in the surrounding is neutral, and both inputs of the Newton balls actually are in exactly the same, um, like, if they put the same force together, but exactly the same, then only can it be perfect. And then only can the pendulum go on forever. But if one is bigger and another is, is maybe less, then it's not going to work. Um, the question was, um, the name of the book, was it the first thing that, did I change it along the way or so? No, it was really the first thing that came to mind. And I actually wanted to, at some point I wanted to change it, but I think God wasn't keen on that. <laughs> so, um, yes. Okay, why did I choose a book and not music or art or any other form? 
So, you know, um, I think a book is really great because you can give it to someone else and, uh, you can, and you can put a lot of information in there. It's really portable. Music and art is, um, you know, uh, well, I guess depends what you mean by art, but like I, uh, yeah, art is very, but um, uh, like I make YouTube videos as well and so on. So that's kind of the art side of things, but you can only put so much in a video. People are, have short attention spans. They don't want to watch. If I put that book in a video, it's going to be like 10 hours or so. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's just the best way. It's, it's been the best way to just put everything together in one package. <laughs> so the, the book was, um, how, so the question was, how long did it take from beginning to having the printed copy in the hand? And, um, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I think I started around April last year. And I wrote about, well, no, June or so. I wrote about three months. The book was like just about mostly finished in three months. The next few months was very much some things that the father taught me in further studies that I just put in. Like I went back and put in a few things and so on. But I can, to be honest, I think it actually, and the, the process of writing a book was very easy. I mean, I sat down and I started writing. I had zero blocks throughout the whole process. It was amazing um really the grace of god and um so you know i and it's amazing because you know even um i always joke because i've got a full-time job for those of you who don't know like that's not ministry and um the father really opened the door when the when i started writing the book everything went so quiet at work and when we did get work i was able to finish it so like i don't know how to explain it to you guys but supernaturally quickly and at least half the book i wrote at work like and that's don't tell my boss. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, really, the father really provided in terms of time as well because it is it was really amazing in that. So the 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 process of actually all the stuff to get it, you know, um, I guess the design and the printing and the getting the websites up and the distribution and all that was way more work it felt like than actually just writing it. So that took another like three months at least. More. Yeah, I think it's a good point. So the question was that if, uh, so you know, he was saying that he meets, sometimes he meets someone who's radical and far from God and everything, and then he realizes, oh, but they're actually like a pastor or they're in some kind of a ministry role, full-time ministry role or whatever. And, um, you know, I think it's a good point. And, and he, were, he was also asking if the book is now for everyone or is it just for, um, you know, more of people like that. I think God has called all of us to be radical and far. I think there is no excuse to be no excuse to be lukewarm. Um, Yeshua says in Revelation he will spit the lukewarm out of his mouth. There's no place for that. Um, and so really the um, the book is for everyone because I don't believe what I have is special at all. And not that I you know I, I am not special. I am a normal guy. I am introverted. I can't you know I'm the most unqualified and those who know me I'm the most unqualified to, you know, to be to, to have seen and done what I have the honor to, to see. And it's not, and so I can tell you with such confidence that it is absolutely not me. And so with that, I can tell you that it is absolutely for you, um, no matter where you're at. No matter, I mean, I was, just to give you some background, I was the little kid in school that if the teacher just looked at them, looked a little weird, I'd cry. Because I was so introverted and shy and... That was who I was, okay? And, and you know, so um, the Father, it's the Holy Spirit that empowers us to be who God has called us to be. And 
Um, you know, I think if we meet someone who is, you know, in ministry or whatever, and you say, oh, and I think it's easy to say, oh, but they're in ministry, but isn't all of us called to be a ministry, right? It's uh, it's just a different office, if you will. And it's like some of us are called to be a full-time minister in our workplace. I mean, I'm in I'm in a workplace full-time. Yeah, you know, I'm not a full-time ministry. So like that. So, um, you know. The, God called all of us with our callings to go full-time into that. And God has to be full-time into everything we touch and do. Yeah, was, the question was, is there a, a, a stirring or a desire or an idea for a second book? Well, <laughs> um, yeah, no, when, it, when this was done, I was like, thank you. Again, no more. No, um, the father will, I don't know, maybe in a few years, but... There's nothing really, I guess, on my mind right now as I'm sitting here. Um, but it would probably talk about more. So th the book right now is really positioned around talking about these two topics, spirit and truth. And really by the end of the and throughout the book, I talk about how the father is, I believe the father is trying to bring everything together. Um, so we can walk as you walk. I think the next book would probably be something more in terms of how... Um, focusing on how we bring it together and how we walk in the full unity of it because now it's still I'm really talking about if you're a, can I say a spirit guy how to get in the truth side if you're a truth guy how to get in the spirit side really I think there is there's much more that I don't know you in the forest still teaching me about how to walk in the the fullness of both it, it's a quite a it's quite complex to explain as I'm saying here but that's kind of I guess what it would be just at the top of my head Right. So the question was, what, what would, what did this journey mean for our relationship with God, both of us? And um, for me, well, I think it just drew me to my knees more than anything else. It's, and, I, and I'm so grateful, like when we have trials and tribulations, because there was, I know I said it was easy to write, and it was, but there was also a lot of, a lot of doubt, a lot of trial, a lot of, as this from you, because I am my biggest fear that I have is saying something that is not of God and especially if you're doing it in the book form and so you know that was a big thing between me and God that you know really had to seek his face throughout throughout the whole process a lot um, and uh, yeah so that was you know I think that was kind of that and it also encouraged me to practice what I preach so much more you know to actually go and do keep doing the things that I'm writing about because it's easy to get caught up I think in teaching or in talking about things and I'm doing them so okay so I think um, regarding art I think it's one of the places where you can get criticized the most and you're supposed to supposed to get criticized you know it's, it's it actually comes with the territory um, but in, in all of this, the one thing that, I, that God has shown me is that I'm not a little seed. And it's not how He sees me. I'm a big tree and I need to believe that. And I need to, for Him to actually work through me, I need to be okay with who I am. And I need, be, I need to be okay with, with, with the things I want to pursue in my life. But it's not for me anymore, you know. That's, I think that's why I want to pursue them even now. But just the whole topic of truth and spirit combining, and I saw that I last night with our fellowship, I shared a little bit about that as well. But 
when it comes to truth and spirit and when you combine the art and the word of the book um, it almost comes alive you know if you look at if, if you have read the book the art literally starts to live off of the page and it really settles in your heart you know and you want to see that in your life and you want to see that and share that with people around you the same as where when you have only seen the art and you start reading the book now it is as if the words also come alive because of the art and that's exactly the same for me as with truth and with spirit it's a strange concept for most people following torah the ten commandments it's a strange concept for people to go out and pray for somebody but if you actually have a look at what it means and it's not about you, then it starts to make sense. I had to go and I had to go through a lot of indoctrination, things that I've learned when I grew up in church, without church, whatever way. But I had to battle through a lot of stuff. Um, and I think just this journey with the book, with creating it, especially with Truth and Spirit combining, it just showed me what identity is. And like I said, to be bold is really, it's, it's when your identity gets confirmed, not around with people confirming it around you, but you knowing it when you're walking out. Actually, every single footstep that you give, it's like a confirmation within yourself. Nobody else sees it, but you know it. You've got this knowing of this is what I need to do. And um, I think that just made the whole big tree thing for me one you know and, and i'm still learning i'm still learning how to be a big dream but um every single day is definitely worth it okay so a question basically i'm just going to try to sum that up um she's busy with an art piece she's still in school um she's actually one of my art students if you guys wonder um so she's busy with the patient's piece and then um, she recently started living for jesus and she started walking in christ and um, one of, one of the, the themes that she chose is water. And she is trying to, to, I think you're trying to show the world how much you just am amazed by what has happened to you. And you think that even like words cannot describe that. And I can promise you that nothing that you're going to put on that picture will ever describe what you're feeling inside. But the fact that you're actually getting color and getting like confidence and getting yourself onto that canvas that will ensure your journey that will literally have like a little bookmark within your journey and I, I will definitely you know frame that thing put it up in your house you know let it inspire you give give it a chance to inspire you don't try to always inspire the canvas give the canvas a chance to inspire you back give the holy spirit a chance to live through that painting so that the words can come alive within your world as well Daniel, if you can do it quickly. Okay, um, what was the process of getting the book finally published and out there? And was there like, what resistance did you like experience? And um, what provision did God like give? Yeah, so if you don't know, um, publishing a book is very expensive, um, especially if you're not doing everything. I was, I was trying to do my best to do a lot. So I did self-published. Um, the design, uh, Linnae did, obviously. Um, there was, uh, we have an editor. Uh, I had an editor that I hired to, uh, Rebecca Wilbur, um, who, who edited the book. So, you know, 
there's that, those costs, and there's also, you know, um, oftentimes many other things that you would have had to pay for, so like something like a website and marketing things and all like that. So, um, yeah, so uh, that was kind of a, it was a bit, so basically it comes down to it's expensive, and the father, yeah, and the father, uh, the father really provided like incredibly. It's kind of funny, uh, when I started writing the book, I even told my mom, I remember, you know, I just, the father just started providing provision like incredibly um, for everything to happen, you know. Um, and yeah, so that was that. Uh, in terms of, you know, um, trials or, you know, it was very more, it, it, it was very much, you know, more, for in my case, um, I think, well, I think there's some, one of it, as I mentioned, was self-doubt at the point I did battle. The other thing, and I don't think this was really trials, maybe you can talk about that more, but uh, the process, I think you can talk about the process that we had underwent because we obviously worked together on the book as well. And um, that was also quite a, I think I, I think I frustrated, well, maybe not frustrated, Lene, but I'm a design, I, I come from a design background, so I've got my own ideas. <laughs> and then Lene's been doing this thing with God and then I come and I'm like, I don't, you know. <laughs> so it was that, but, but God won, I think, so. <laughs> um, um, I think the main thing was creative block. I think that was one of the things. You get the the image very clearly, but then it's literally like I don't I don't know if you guys know how um, this is going to be a variable thing to throw out there, but how depression works is it it creeps in and then it it almost um, sets in your mind. And then you just carry on with it, like you don't even notice it until you have to get to a point where you need to perform now. And then that has taken so much of your joy and who you are, your identity, that you really struggle with, with, with just creating. And um, I experienced that tremendously, especially creating some of the art, especially with the truth and the spirit side. It was very, very difficult creating those things. I know it looks very simplistic but don't let that fool you <laughs> um but actually just creating it and um, i had to sit like literally i i locked like i locked myself in one of these rooms and i put everything out on 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 the table and i put all the mediums that i'm going to use out and i told myself you're gonna you're not gonna sit here you're gonna draw these things and you're gonna battle through this even if you like it or not and it took me half an hour and i did both of them but it took me about a week to just get out of my flesh, you know, and just just lay down, you know. Yeah. Right. So the question was, um, you know, the the rise and fire videos on YouTube. You know, is there a golden thread that runs through it with the book? Um, yeah. So yes, definitely. Um, the the I think the the channel had an interesting journey as well because it started out with. I started the channel right after that encounter in Hatfield Square with all the people and the healings that happened. And the channel started kind of shortly, you know, a few months thereafter. So in the beginning of the channel, it was very much talking about that, about, you know, the spirit side of things and getting back to, you know, all that. And then I guess about a year ago or so, um, I started reintroducing a lot of, well, not reintroducing, but focusing, shifting focus even more towards the truth side of things as well so my point is just that the channel has been very much uh, I think the channel is 
by God's grace, I think it's pretty balanced in spirit and truth. And it's been through a length of time it's happened that way. And it's very much like the book, I think. And it really, I mean, the, the book is kind of the summary of, I mean, every video really links back to the book, I, I do believe. And I mean, it's a very, I think, a central mission and, and goal that it connects to. So, yeah. So uh, I just want to say thank you to these two ladies because um, all, like, just about most of the food, uh, Kat did, and by herself. It was, I don't know, it's like a miracle, and, and, and praise God. Um, and, uh, I mean, Kat did a lot of work around just making this happen in terms of the invitations. Many, many of you contacted her probably and said, I'm coming, all with everything around that. And um, she's just been amazing in terms of that and many other things around making the book happen. I mean, she's been shipping out orders. She's been doing a lot of stuff like that behind the scenes. And um, yes, so, um, and then also I want to thank Lene because Lene has been just as amazing in making this happen. I mean, Devilton uh, Lene has been here early today to just start setting everything up. And I mean, the art and everything. And thank you so much for everything you've done. Thank you for listening to Father um, in, in your work, everything that you do. 24 all the time everything you do I know you're always with the father every decision and that's I think rare sometimes we start going off and follow our flesh and you've never done that and I really honor you for that um, and uh, I'd like to give you guys I just want to hand you these and then um, just some law I just also want to thank my my mother and my father um, for just being with me and standing behind me and everything. If it wasn't for them, I would not be here today and who I am today as well. Um, in my walk with the Father, giving me that foundation. I mean, if, you know, if what parents has we've got. I mean, as parents, you know, people has we have. I'm not a parent yet, but as <laughs> <laughs> parents have such a big responsibility, and I think it's really hard sometimes. And I just want to honor them for that. Um, I also want to just thank um, Rebecca Wilbur, she's not here today, she's in the US, she's actually the editor of the book, um, and uh, just all the work that hard work that she put into it as well, and I know she also did that very prayerfully, and um, I just want to thank her for that as well. Um, I want to thank Rian for just uh, today, you know, the running today, and the sound that he, which was a miracle in its own, happened and um, his camera work and everything else. And he, Rian also runs the podcast for the ministry, so that's also, um, thank you so much for everything you do there, Rian. And then, uh, obviously, I want to also thank everyone who has just um, been reviewing the book. So, um, Rian was actually one of them as well. Uh, my mother, um, Kat, reviewed as well. And then as well as a lady in the U.S. called Christina, or her name is Christina La, and she has had a very special um, impact on the book as well and I want to just say a special thank you to her because she's put in a lot of review work into the book um, and tearing it apart and making sure um, everything is it's it's you know something that you can hopefully trust um, and yeah so I want to just thank everyone and above all I just want to thank God because without him I'm nothing and, and really it's every word has been by his grace and his, his mercy and I think we can all agree that us sitting here is grace, us knowing Him is grace. Um, and um, yes, and thank, let's just, I mean, can we just give a clap for everyone and a clap for the Father as well for that. Mm.
All right, cool, thank you. Um, and yes, and I'll just close off and clarify. Sorry, this wasn't on the agenda, so. Um, it's just a gift from me to Phoebe. These are all the original artworks. Um, I cannot ask for money for this, as it wasn't mine to get. The only reason I asked for money for the prints is actually for people to get it, so um, to, to kind of have it. So these are all my precious originals, and um, I just want to thank you for the honor of yeah, listening to the father and choosing me to do your book. And thank you for keeping up with me as well. I know that's sometimes difficult, <laughs> but um, yeah, I really appreciate you. And I think everybody here can appreciate you for what you stand for and can learn a lot about you and for and, and just what you stand for. I think um, the way you live humbly, everybody can, can learn from that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll just end up in prayer for us. And Father, we just come before you today, Lord. Yahweh, Lord, I just thank you for your grace and your mercy, and Father, for just bringing everything together today, and how amazing it turned out, Father. And Lord, we just come before you, Lord, and we say, Father, we give you everything. We surrender, Father. We, we want all of you, Father. Lord, we want to walk as your son walked, without the excuses, Father. We want to just, Father, live you out, Father. It's not, and it's not about us, Father. It's about a lost and dying world mm. that needs to see this, Father. They need to see, they ha need to have an encounter with you, Father. And Lord, we know that, Father, it's, it's not going to be about the big crusades. It's not going to be about this or that. It's going to be about every believer and part of um, the bride of Christ walking this thing out, Father. Um, in their daily walk, Father, for everyone to see, Father, because that's how you're going to multiply your kingdom and make disciples. And Father, I pray that you would come and give us, Father, I just pray for um, everyone who, who we, we just pray for everyone who ever picks up the book. I just pray, Father, we, I lay it on the altar for you, Father, and I ask that you would just come and bring the fire, because if you don't do that, there is going to be nothing that comes from it. And so, Father, I ask for you to just have your way, and that you would touch hearts, you would um, you would uh, prepare hearts for the book, and Father, I just pray for you to uh, just, 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 Lord, do do a revival, Father. Do it, do it over again. Do what you did, Lord, when Yeshua walked this place, Father. We we ask, we cry out, and we ask, Father, come and change this place, Lord. And Father, we know we're we're nearing the end of the the end of the age, and and so with that, as the time draws near, Father, we ask that you would give us the the strength. And the, the boldness, Father, to pursue this thing, Father, and uh, have an uncompromising walk, Father, that lifts your name above all names, because you are the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, and Lord, let your name be praised forever in everything we do. Amen. Amen.